0: Hello, my friend, and welcome to Wisdom Trek. I am Guthrie Chamberlain, your guide to wisdom and creating a living legacy. Thank you for joining us for our five-day-per-week wisdom and legacy-building podcast. This is day 739 of our Trek, and it is time for our MindShift Monday series. Wisdom Trek's primary focus is to assist you in creating your living legacy. Creating your living legacy can only be accomplished by gaining wisdom in many areas of life. You can only gain wisdom by changing what you allow to go into your mind, which will result in changing the way you think. In other words, to create a living legacy, you must choose to be in a continual mode of mind shift. It is so easy to get stuck in a mindset that your current circumstances cannot be changed. And this is just not true. But you must understand this fundamental principle. In order to change your life, you must change how you think and what you think about our Mindshift Monday podcast and journal will provide you with practical ways to make a mind shift to a rich and satisfying life. We are broadcasting from our studios at the Big House in Marietta, Ohio. This past weekend, we celebrated an early Thanksgiving and a belated 87th birthday for my dad. We had four of my nine siblings over and other family members. We had a total of 23 people here in all. It certainly was not considered a large family gathering for us, but one of great joy, celebration and thankfulness. Since this week we do observe Thanksgiving in the United States, today our mind shift is to consider the power of a thankful heart. The Apostle Paul encouraged us in 1 Thessalonians 5, verses 16-18, through to always be joyful, never stop praying. Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. I have to admit that it's not always easy to give thanks. But this is the very thing that we must do in order to see God's will accomplished in our lives. This is how we move into higher realms of faith for ourselves, our city, our nation, and indeed the entire kingdom of God. Thanksgiving has great power to bring joy and to break the power of the enemy. Whenever you give thanks to God, despite the most difficult circumstances, the enemy loses a big battle in your life. When you give thanks in the midst of difficulty, you bring pleasure to God's heart. He is looking for Christ followers who live in the realm of praise and thanksgiving where the enemy no longer has the ability to hold or manipulate that person. Satan is defeated when we have a thankful heart because thankfulness during difficulty is a sacrifice pleasing to God. Are you thankful? Are you thankful for your present circumstances? Are you thankful for your salvation, your friendship, or even your job? Thankfulness is a key to your life. It is the key that turns your situations around because it changes you, your outlook, and your attitude. There is certainly power in a thankful heart. Thanksgiving brings us contentment. Begin to thank God for all the blessings he has given you instead of dwelling on the negative. Discontentment dries up the soul. Consider the missionary Elizabeth Elliot, who lost her husband on the mission field and was faced with multiple hardships, and this is what she has to say about loving God's will and being content. To love God is to love his will. It is to wait quietly for life to be measured by the one who knows through and through. It is to be content with his timing and his wise apportionment. It is to follow the steps of the master. As did Paul who was able to say that he had learned contentment no matter what the circumstances. What was his circumstances when he wrote that? He was in prison. No easy lesson but great gain was the sum of godliness plus contentment, as it says in 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 6. Yet true godliness with contentment is itself great wealth. We need to look at the example of Jesus. He followed the will of his Father to the very end. He obeyed without complaint, as we are told in Philippians chapter 2, verses five through eight. And Paul teaches us in this passage, you must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. Though he was God, he did not think equality with God as something to cling to. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges. He took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being. When he appeared in human form, he humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on the cross. We also have to understand that we need to offer to God a sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving. The Duke of Wellington was a great British military leader who regretted that he had not learned the secret of praise during his lifetime. He had many great accomplishments and even defeated Napoleon at Waterloo. He was a brilliant and demanding man, and when he was older, he realized that there were areas of his life that needed to change. In his old age, a woman asked him this question, What would you do differently if you had to live your life over again? He thought carefully and said, I would give more praise. This is a lesson for all of us. If we learn to be people of praise and thanksgiving all the days of our lives, it would be a great accomplishment. As King David said in Psalms 116, verse 17, I will offer you a sacrifice of thanksgiving and call on the name of the Lord. Let each of us to seek to have an attitude of gratitude and thanksgiving, rising to a new level of holiness in our own lives. And here are three ways to practice an attitude of thankfulness in everyday life. First, thank and praise God for everything in your life. Thank Him even for the difficulties. It is a sacrifice to do this, but He can turn troubles into triumph. As it tells us in Hebrews 13, verse 15, Therefore, let us offer through Jesus a continual sacrifice of praise to God, proclaiming our allegiance to His name. Secondly, don't allow yourself to complain about anything. During the difficult times, be very careful to watch your tongue. Instead of complaining, Think of ways you can verbally offer God the sacrifice of thanksgiving. And third, don't compare yourself with others. Don't wish that your life was different. God knows what is best for you. The Bible says having a thankful heart is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. When we begin to thank God for what we have, rather than comparing ourselves with others, it opens the doors to God's rich blessings. Here's a quote from Rick Warren that sums this up pretty well. God smiles when we praise and thank him continually. Few things feel better than receiving heartfelt praise and appreciation from someone else. God loves it too. An amazing thing happens when we offer praise and thanksgiving to God. We give God enjoyment and our own hearts are filled with joy. Well, next week we will continue on our trek on Mindship Monday. On tomorrow's trek, though, we will explore another wisdom quote. This three-minute wisdom supplement will assist you in becoming healthy, wealthy, and wise each day. And thank you so much for joining me on this trek that we call life. And encourage your friends and family to join us and then come along with us tomorrow for another day of Wisdom Trek, Creating a Legacy. If you'd like to listen to any of the past 738 daily treks or read the daily journal, they are all available at wisdom-trek.com. You can also subscribe on iTunes or Google Play so that each day's trek will be downloaded to you automatically. And thank you so much for allowing me to be your guide, your mentor. But most importantly, I am your friend as I serve you through the Wisdom Trek Podcast and Journal. And as we take this trek of life together, let us always live abundantly, love unconditionally, listen intentionally, learn continuously,